Covenant is here again. Join host Pastors Adama and Zama Segbaji for Covenant 2019 with the theme, Let My Covenant People Go, with special guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Nomthi Odekoya from the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Guest artists include Lydia Cobbs, Victory Voices, and Vine Song. Dates are 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night. The venue is the Caris Center, West Green Drive, Crawley, West Sussex, RH 11 7EL. Call 07938-494-294 or email info at solutionchapel.org. The website for more information is solutionchapel.org. Again, that's the 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night at the Caris Center. Don't miss Covenant 2019. Let my covenant people go. I don't know about you, but I am expectant. Because expectation is the breeding ground for the supernatural. I am expectant. I want us to make today the last day of covenant. So we are extending the time till 1 p.m. We'll let our man of God preach and preach and preach so we can drain all the anointing from him before he goes back home. Do you think it's a good idea? Do you think it's a good idea? You think so? Yeah. So please, I want us to be expectant. Yeah. I want us to be really expectant that God will speak to us in an un unusual way. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I said in how? In an unusual way. So let me encourage you with a word before the man of God come. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 and 2. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. I read, it says, Therefore, since a promise remains of entering his rest, let us fear lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them. But the word preached, the word which they heard, did not profit them. Why did the word not profit them? Look at the reason. It says, not being mixed with faith in those who heard it. So that means if the word that has been preached from Wednesday up until now is going to benefit you. You have to mix the word with what? With what? With faith. How many of you know here know how to cook? Almost all of us here. Some of the husbands don't know how to cook. What a shame. Now, when you want to cook your favorite stew, you cut all your ingredients, your tomatoes, your onions, your peppers, and everything together, right? 
and then you have your salt, you have your cube, your seasonings, your fish, or your meat, or your stock fish, or your goosey, or whatever. Amen. Hallelujah. Or your okra, or everything. You put them aside. And for the sauce or the, the, the soup to taste nice, you have to do what? Mix all of them together. Did you get that? So the word preached did not profit them because they did not mix it with faith. So if today's word, because today is the last day and the last day is everybody's day, if today's word is going to profit you, you have to mix it with what? With faith. Don't put your pepper and leave your onions aside. Put your salt, put, I know some of you put sugar in your sauce, you know, in your cookings to make it taste sweet. <laughs> Amen. You know, put your sugar in there. Put everything, praise God. You have to mix it all together. And what is faith? Faith simply means take God's word as it is. So a word will come. You might not understand it, but take it as as it is, that it's true. And then work on that word. Amen? I'm telling you, something heavy is going to come today. Something heavy. Because today is for us as a family. I know some of the rest are not here, but for us who are here, we'll take everything. We saw this happen in, in Acts chapter 14 from verse 8. Paul was preaching at Lystra, a man who was crippled from his mother's womb. He was born crippled. And the Bible says that whilst Paul was preaching, he saw that the man had faith to be healed. Verse 9. Let's go to verse 9 quickly. It said, This man heard Paul speaking, observing him intently, and seeing that he had faith to be healed. What do you have faith for today? Some of you, your faith must be for a baby. Some of you, your faith must be for a big business. My faith, I cannot tell you. If I tell you, you collapse. <laughs> what I have faith for today. If I tell you, you collapse. You see, this pastor is very greedy. Well, when it comes to God, we are permitted to be greedy. Amen. What's your faith for today? The man had faith to be healed. And if you observe, he was healed. The next verse, the Bible says that, and Paul said with a loud voice, stand up straight on your feet. And he leaped and walked. This is an impossible miracle. But it happened. What do you have faith for? Some of you, your faith today must be for generation. I have faith to, to empty the whole bank of England into my account. That is just one. <laughs> Why am I even revealing my faith to you now? <laughs> uh, so let's get ready. Amen. I have faith that every member in this church will become significant. 
wherever we are across the globe, influencing wherever we are. Amen. So open your heart. If you have a shift this evening, sit down. Because what you are going to receive today might change that shift life of yours. Amen. Open your heart. We are here to one. We are not going anywhere to one. If the people say we should go, we tell them, hold on. We are having an encounter with God. So we are here for an encounter. I had a testimony of someone who's come all the way from Gloucester here. And she's here today. All the way. Gloucester is about three hours drive. It's about four hours on the train to be here. And they are here. So don't be here. Don't be here and miss out. Open your heart. Release your faith. And God will speak to you in the name of Jesus. What can we say about Pastor Tower and Pastor Nomti? Sir, thank you so much. Pastor Tyro and Pastor Nomti, thank you so much. We have no words. To this morning, we were watching their service whilst from home, and my wife was saying, Babe, look. <laughs> you know, when my wife says, Look, they were just showing a very small part of the cry. I said, My God, what have we done? for this man of God and this woman of God to take time on a Sunday to be here with us. Ah. We are so humbled. We have no words to express our gratitude. We pray that God will reward you and your generations forever and ever. Amen. So without much ado, with a standing ovation and a clap offering, Let's welcome God's servant, Pastor Taiwo Odukoya. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay. Praise the Lord. I am humbled. Your reception, your expectations, your excitement with the Spirit of God. Amazing. Shall we just thank God for that? It's not common. It is not common. It is not common. Father, we are grateful. We are grateful. We are grateful for this wonderful man and woman of God. So sweet. So humble. Caring and loving. Father, we worship you. Just give him praise. Give him praise. Give him honor. Thank God for them Pastor Adama, Pastor Zama, for all the supporting pastors and all the workers and the leaders, for all the members of this church, just thank God for a wonderful, anointed, God-fearing community called the Solution Center. Father, we worship you. We, mag- we refuse to take it for granted. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For the young children playing the instruments, Father, we worship you. 
for every volunteer, every worker, the choir, the protocol, the prayer department, or everyone, Father, take all the glory for everyone who has sacrificed to be here today. Father, we worship you, we bless you. We know that you said that the expectations will not be cut off. So let there be testimonies of your goodness in the name of Jesus. Amen. Help me appreciate my wife. <laughs> Hallelujah. Pastor Nomti. What you enjoyed yesterday, just a bit of that's a bit of what we enjoy all the time. You know, she's a wonderful woman. Highly anointed. Very submissive. Highly discerning. Thank God for this. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And of course, my able secretary. She doesn't just do she doesn't just do the secretary work in the office. Now we're coming and say, if these children are going with you, you have to be taking care of them again. And then of course, with my wife. I want to say thank you, Shion. God bless you. And my two young boys. Amen. I call them children of my old age. God bless Jum Jum and Tim Tim. God bless you. Just two songs in my spirit, man, before we sit down. One says. Um, we are here again, we are here again, Father, we are here again, Holy Ghost, come and take control, we are here again, we are here again, Father, we are here again, Holy Ghost, come and take one more time. Hallelujah. We are here again. We are here. Hey, Father, we are here. Oh, Holy Ghost, come and take control. Thank you. One more song. Be magnified, O oh Lord. You are highly exalted. And there is nothing you can't do. O oh Lord. Our eyes are on you. Be magnified. Oh Lord, be magnified. Be magnified. Oh Lord, you are highly exalted, and there is nothing you can't do. Oh Lord. I eyes are on you. 
magnify. Oh Lord, be magnified. Oh Lord, be magnified. Oh Lord, be magnified. You may be seated. You know, somewhere in the Bible, the very words of that song we sang was altered. When Joshua didn't know what to do, he gathered the whole of Judah together. The Bible said they looked up to heaven and they were praying, reminding him of his goodness and of his faithfulness. And the fact that he's one that will never fail. His covenants don't fail. And while they were doing that, the word of God came in. But one of the things he prayed was, look at these people who have gathered. Great army. We don't have what it takes to confront them. But our eyes... He answered. He answered. I don't know who I'm talking to. Somebody's eyes are on him this morning. Oh, you've come expecting him to talk. You've come expecting him to move. You've come expecting for a touch. You will not be disappointed. In the name of Jesus. He deserves all the glory. He deserves all the honor. I will not be disappointed. Pastor Sadama and Zama will not be disappointed. Pastor Nomti will not be disappointed. None of you will be disappointed. In the name of Jesus, we give him praise. I want to start from the scripture or from the scripture in Genesis chapter 26. Again, I want to say thank you for the privilege, Pastor Adama, Pastor Zama. I don't take it lightly. Let me see what he told me there. He said, in no distant future, you have your place. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Not the usual way. You will see a dimension of favor Amen. that is very, very rare. In the name of Jesus. Your heart is good. You guys have good hearts. God bless you. Genesis 26. Verse 12. Just coming to remind you of what I believe you know already. But you see, they are new every morning. His mercy, his grace, his spirit, everything about him is new every morning. 26 verse 12. Then Isaac sowed in that land. Watch the words. Not in the land. Not in his land. In that land. And reaped in the same year. Somebody's miracle is not too long. It's not too far from now. In the same year. In the same year. 
he reaped in the same year a hundredfold. And the Lord blessed him. Wow. The man began to prosper and continued prospering until he became prosperous. As a matter of fact, until he became until he became very prosperous. I want to assure someone or reassure someone, depending on what the case is, that the God you are dealing with does not give up. Never gives up on his word. Never gives up on his promise. Men may get tired along the way, but not God. Glory be to God in the highest. I say glory be to God in the highest. Amen. So to really understand what the heart of God is concerning this message this morning, or this particular passage you've read or verse we've read, I would like to take us into the context of that very verse. Uh, going to the context, we may have to go from Genesis chapter 1, verse 1 to Revelation 22, you know. No, but let's just limit it to Genesis 26. Genesis 26. There was a famine in the land. Besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And this Isaac, our subject, our character for today, and Isaac went to Abimelech, the king of Philistines in Gera. Then the Lord appeared to Isaac and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Remember, he sowed in that land. So there was a reference land. That was why I said, note that land. Praise God. Now, how did the land come about? There was famine. It was in a crisis situation. Sometimes one wonders, why do Christians go through tough times? Why do we run into crisis from time to time? But the Bible says many are the afflictions of the righteous. But the Lord delivers him from them all. Glory be to God in the highest. Oh yes. I mean, he's an interesting God. And of course, talking of a man that understood God and his covenant, here David says, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil because you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Always preparing a table before me, right in the presence of... Somebody's about to be surprised. In the name of Jesus. You say, but why are you talking this way? Because you are full of expectations. And because he will not fail you. In the name of Jesus. Even at the point where you thought, man, I think all hope is gone. We'll make sure that your hope is not cast out. Oh, glory be to God in the highest. So, he, there was famine in the land. And the Bible reminds us that it won't be the first time there will be famine. There had been one in the time of his father. And I guess there have been many more before his father. And after him, of course, there have been many more famines. All right. 
Praise God. So what did he do? I think he did what the father did. He realized he had an antecedent. My father went through famine. He ran to Abimelech, the king of Gera. Why don't I do the same? And if you remember, the father, after staying um, in uh, Gera for a while, went down to Egypt. <laughs> and in Egypt, he almost lost it all. Praise the Lord. But the moment he got to Gera, God said to him, said, don't, because I know, you will leave and go down to Egypt. If you had gone to Egypt, it would have been a downward trend. So don't go down to Egypt. All right? Stay in the land. Good things happen here. What's it? God appeared to him. And he understood. He had God and he designed God. He understood what God was saying. And he didn't go. But there was famine. But there was famine. Every man was running to where they could find some greener pasture. And here was God saying, don't go. Stay. Where do I stay? In the land that I shall show you. He was there to say the land. Then in verse 2. Verse 2. Then the Lord appeared to him and said, don't go, stay in the land. Then verse 3. Dwell in the land or in this land. Look at it. Dwell in this land. Uh, verse 2. In the land that I will show you or I shall tell you. Verse 3. Dwell in this land. Praise the Lord. So the land was beginning to be settled for him. Verse 6. So Isaac dwelt in Gera. Oh, so it was Gera. It was Gera. God, when, when God tells you go somewhere, it's because he's already waiting for you there. That's the way. That's just, that's his nature and that's his character. Whether the place is dry, whether the place is hostile, unfriendly, it doesn't matter. What matters the most will be, did God say it? So, regardless of what I'm seeing, I'm looking through the maze of the troubles. Looking for him who said, meet me here. So, look at the trouble. God said, meet me here. So, I'm looking for God. And so, we may be in the same situation. We are not looking at the same thing. The covenant child of God is looking for the covenant keeping God who has said a word. Is the hunger affecting everybody? Yes. Is a harshness affecting everybody, including you? Yes. But rather than look at the problem and be like every other person who seemingly will be reacting to the situation, I want to respond to an instruction in the situation. Holy Ghost, help me. It's not natural not to react. As a matter of fact, it is supernatural to start responding in a place where everybody is reacting. God help me. Help me. Help me. So he dwelt in Gera. So when the Bible said he sowed in that land, can you see that there was a land? 
I want to talk to someone here today, or I want to say to someone without, with all humility and without any fear. I think you are where God wants you to be. In the name of Jesus. And somebody is asking, what with all the problems? There is no place you go to that there will be problems. Even when God summoned the garden of all his sons in the Old Testament, of course, which you know are angels. Even the devil gathered. Even in God's presence? Yeah. So you want a place on earth where there will be no challenges at all. And that means death. But I want to put it to you in the name of Jesus. There is something good coming out of your ugly situation. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. So you can see why he sold in the land. That was an instruction. And then number two reason. If we go back to verse three, he says, dwell in this land and I will be with you. Promise. And bless you. Now, any surprise that he succeeded staying in the land? He will say, stay in this land said, I will be with you. How can you think of failing when you know that the creator of all things is with you? Of course, you won't fail. Even if you look, if it looks like near failure, you will not fail. In the name of Jesus. And number two, he says, I will bless you. Now, you can see why one year, hundredfold, I'm not talking 34. 34 will be good enough in famine when nobody's making anything. 64 will have been wonderful. 70, 80, 90%. Fantastic. No, he made a 100%. I don't know who the person is. In recent times, you've been you seeing the hand of God. And it's like, man, finally things are turning. You haven't seen anything yet. In the name of Jesus. 99.9% will not be good enough. Yours is a hundred percent. In the name of Jesus. Yeah. Hundredfold. Why? On account of I am with you. Then number two, I will bless you. No wonder after hundredfold, he blessed him. That's his character. Have you ever heard Jesus or read about or read Jesus or that saying, oh, 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 to him who has, more will be given. And to him who does not have, even the little he has shall be taken away. And it was based solely on principles of the kingdom. If you're obeying the word and you're exercising faith in his word, you will keep on increasing. Now, if I'm angry with him who is increasing and I'm complaining over what I don't have, you know, that will not change my matter. As a matter of fact, it will further be depleting me and I will not stop him from increasing because he's exercising, he's living within the words, obeying these words, keeping the principles of the word, he will keep increasing. Is somebody here with me? And if God be with you, what do you think the first what do you think the, what do you think is the first thing that he will do? He will bless you. Amen. Check God out in the book of Genesis. When he creates the first thing he will bless. 
when he, when he said, let them vegetation, he spoke a blessing over them. He said, let your seed be in you. When he said, let the seed bring forth, the Bible said, even the fish, he blessed them. And how was that blessing interpreted? Multiplication. Increase. Filling the sea. The best of the air, the farm. He blessed them. These are God, Marka, Sontapara. If indeed, whoo, I feel the fire. If indeed you know you have a relationship with him, you will know that he's a blessing God. And it is what you know that you expect. The knowledge you don't have, you can't exercise faith in. So when I know that God is with me, then I expect that he will bless me. When he created man, man never existed before then. And I like to remind myself and I remind my hearers all the time that man was the last of God's creation. So if we, if we mention age, the way we do on earth, if we mention the things of God or rather measure them by that, then we are the youngest of all of God's creation. Because everything was in place before he created man. Man was not created until the sixth day. And that is in line with his character of making a provision before launching you. He will never give you an assignment wherein he has not made provision for you to prosper. When God calls you, he calls you to prosper you. When God calls you to get married, you think God will get you to, into marriage so you can fail? No. The whole world may be failing. You can't fail. It's a covenant. You think he will give you children? So there will be no entities and vagabonds on that? No. Before God launches you into a platform, he makes all provision. That's who he is and that's how we have come to know him. Is someone hearing me? Your situation is never superior to God. I believe God and in faith with the pastors that today's message will be a landmark in somebody's life. In the name of Jesus. I believe God. Praise the Lord. Are you glad you're in church? I am glad I am here. So God blessed them. And this man, having reaped a hundredfold, started to be great. I like God. So even in your greatness, he will tell you the level you are. You're so great. So you're just starting. And there's no stopping with God. You ever read of God? That when it concerns God, is from glory to glory. You don't tie God to yesterday's glory. It's ever increasing. Ever increasing. We give him praise. We give him honor. And if you read further, I feel the fire. When I feel like this, I feel like hugging my wife. I feel like hugging my children. Because I feel like the fire is on. I feel like, oh, my castle. Oh, 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 oh. Thank you. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes, not because of your diligence, but because of his grace and his mercy, he walks into your room. And you know God is there. And you are, oh my God, oh my God. At that time I'm looking for 
everyone in the house. I go to where my wife is sleeping. If she was sleeping, I say, hey, I just lay my hand. I look for the children. I lay my hands. And then the ones who are not near, who are far away, I say, let me try. Practice they are awake. And at the end of the day, I say, God bless you. Whoa. Uh, if, they are, if, they, if they are not awake, I say, Father, you sent your word. Hallelujah. Don't waste his presence. Sow the seed of the word when you know, the, when you know his spirit is moving. You will see him effect things in your life that no man can do. Hallelujah. That song just kind of hit me. The only you can do what no man can do. Yeah. Only you uh, what no man can do. Only you can do what no man can do. Yeah. Only you only you, only you, only you, only you can do what no man can do, Jehovah. Verse 3 says, dwell in the land and I will be with you and I will bless you. So what I'm just saying is that what we saw in verse, or what we have seen rather in verse 12, it's just a fulfillment of what he has said. He said, stay, I'll be with you. So, and I'll bless you. So why are we surprised that he's blessing him? That's covenant. So I guess that was why he stayed. That's in verse 3. For to you and the descendants, I give all this land and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father. Can you see covenant there? Say, Isaac, what you don't know is this. You are walking the path of covenant. I want you to have a clear understanding of who you are. This of this, the circumstances you find yourself in. You are a covenant child of God. Say, I will perform the oath which I swore covenant. So, your father and I entered into covenant. And you were part of it. As a matter of fact, you are now the cutting edge of the covenant on earth. If I'm coming, I'll come through you now. I used to come through your father, visiting the earth. But now I've called him on. It's your turn. I want you to begin to understand who you are. Isaac. Verse 4, and I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. This exact words he told his father. I will give to your descendants all these lands. And in your seed. But that was the very promise to Abraham. But Abraham had concluded the matter. He had finished his assignment. He had gone home. And now you hear God saying, now you are the one. Your seed. He said to Abraham, your seed. He's saying to Isaac, your seed. He's saying to Tyro today, your seed. Amen. He said, why? I'm a covenant child of God. Amen. We are all covenant children of God. This understanding will change everything in our lives. True. Anyway, I will give to your descendants all these lands and in your seed 
all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Glory be to God in the highest. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my church, my commandment, my statutes, and my law. So Isaac dwelt in the land. Okay? Let's go on. And the men of that place, watch this. The men of that place asked about his wife. And he said, she's my sister. Isn't it amazing that we, if we're not careful, we allow the weakness of our fathers to continue to be perpetrated in even our lives. Can you imagine the strength of Abraham? Uh, Abraham went to Abimelech and he would have gone down to it. God said, don't go. One of the things that happened to him there was that he told a lie concerning his wife. But even without going, he still told them, she's my sister. The weakness of a father will not disturb you. In the name of Jesus. There are some people that all they preach is generational curses. No. In Christ Jesus, it is nullified. In the name of Jesus. Your father's problems will not be your problem. In the name of Jesus. Your father's blessings will be improved on your life. In the name of Jesus. There's a continuous improvement in Christ Jesus. That's the truth. Why should I be like my father? I will succeed where he succeeded. Amen. Those are legacies for me. But if I will just succeed where he has succeeded, that would be too bad. I will improve on that success. I will leave a greater legacy for my children. In the name of Jesus. And I'm talking to someone here. Don't be scared. You will leave a superior legacy for your children. In the name of Jesus. You will. You will. I say you will. In Jesus name. So he told them that. Um, yeah. Yes. And he said. Verse 7. She's my sister. For he was afraid to say she's my wife. Because he thought. Lest the men of the place kill me for Rebecca because she's beautiful to behold. Now it came to pass, watch this. When he had been there a long time. Now it's pretty easy to think that he got there the following day, God appeared to him, boom, and then he stayed, and then the following day he planted. The Bible said he was there, how? There's a place for holding on. There's a place for endurance. Has he said, I will wait until my change comes. Because he has spoken. It was um, when he had been there a long time that Abimelech, the king of listens, looked through the window. There's a number of here, watch this. Look through the window and saw and there was Isaac romancing Rebecca. Or in a romance with Rebecca. What was Abimelech doing there? Abimelech, Abimelech was like, man, this pretty woman. This man's sister. <laughs> He's been on a long time ago. 
God is amazing. He made the men looking at the women, the women looking at the men. You know, he could have, he could have done it otherwise. He could have his God, but he did it this way. And what I say to the men is that it's part of what you are created to enjoy. See pretty women all over the place, but don't let the lust for women take you over. And women, so, that's why God has done it. That men will see you to admire you. But please don't let the crave or the craving for men's attention become a problem. Don't. Don't. There's nothing wrong. Oh, wow, pretty woman. Wow, pretty woman. Wow, look at that smile. Oh my goodness. Wow. God bless you. Do you know you're looking good? Huh? This way God has done it. So he was peeping. And then he saw that happening. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Verse 9. Then Abimelech called Isaac. I said, wow. And said, quite obviously, she's your wife. You don't do that to the sister. So how could you say she's my sister? Isaac said to him, because I said, lest I die on account of her. Covenant brother. Covenant child of God. God is merciful, isn't it? And Abimelech said, what is this you have done to us? One of the people might soon have lain with your wife and you would have brought guilt on us. And that's why I said to Christians, even the unbelievers know that there are lines you don't cross. How come some Christians take it for granted? Even the unbelievers Praise God. So Abimelech charged 11, all his people saying, he would touch this man or his wife, not his sister, his wife, shall surely be put to death. Can you see them trying to keep what God is keeping? Even the unbeliever unbeliever will not teach or do or say anything that will separate families. That will divide the husband and the wife. Even unbelievers. Yeah. Abimelech. Somebody charge all these people. He will touch this man or his wife. Shall be put to death. After that, Isaac sold. You can see now that the man felt restful, comfortable, relaxed. Do you know that the first way to destroy a community is to remove the peace? Violence, hatred, strife. And if you look at the Bible, everywhere you find that peace is a forerunner of prosperity. No matter how buoyant the economy is, the moment there is strife or war, watch, everything is coming. The same thing in the family, whether between husband and wife or between siblings, the moment you allow strife, now we can understand the... uh, (laughs) 
amongst men the epitome of covenant. I'm talking of co- I mean Abraham. He took along his brother, his nephew actually. He was responsible for him. He has nurtured him to a place where he was standing as a man. And now he was a great man too. And I said to myself, I said, Lord never understood that the reason for his peace and wealth and prosperity was proxy. He said what? It was his closeness with Abraham who had a covenant with God. The company you keep will affect you. The book of Proverbs says, he that walks with the wise will be wise. But the company of fools is heading for destruction. Now, I heard Kenny Copeland preach it. He said, wait a minute. What did the one walking do? What did he do? He just located himself among the wise. They were, they were the wise and they were the foolish. But the man said, I'm locating with myself with the wise. That's all. The Bible says, look, he will be wise. Your environment produces you. Amen. But that's true. Psychologists, I mean, psychologists will tell you the same thing. In fact, they said it's, it's, one, it's, it's one argument that you have to settle as a doctor. That what has a greater effect on a man? Is it the environment or the gene? That is not what, what you call when you have um, recording diseases in generations, they call it. Help me, medical people. Hereditary, yeah, that's what. But they call it, they said, um, it is, um, hey, that's another word they use. They call it something. Anyway, anyway, you got it. So they said, look, sorry. Thank you. They said, it's either of, it's of a genetic nature or it is environment. So they begin to ask the question so which one has a more, I mean, more effect on the person? The two of them do. And of course, if we go through the Bible, we find this all over there. Blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. No standing in the way of sin and no sins. But whose delight is in the law of the Lord? That's defining his own company. And his delight is in the law of the Lord. It shall be. Praise the Lord. I say praise the Lord. Amen. Let me rush. Mm. So he's holding the land. And in the same year, a hundredfold, and yes, then he began to prosper, continue to prosper until he became very prosperous. Now, the 14 thereafter, now just define the kind of wealth he had. He said he, was, he had possessions of flocks, possessions of herds, a great number of servants. So the Philistines envied him. Malaka Sotoro. You know what I realized? God blessed him so much that he provoked the envy of his enemies. Can I talk to someone here today? I don't know what you're going through, where you work. I don't know where you're going through, where you live. I don't know what you're going through in your family. I don't know, I don't know your situation so much. But then, because you are beginning to make up your mind to understand who God has made you and who he is, a year is too long for the turnaround. In the name of Jesus. You will understand that. Okay, just when I left something hanging. I left something hanging. He said, Lord, before you allow strife to destroy what covenant is producing for me, let there be no fight. Let there be no strife. The land is for you to choose. He didn't understand. 
the scripture that way. How about Saul? I mean, Paul? I mean, Lord? If Father Abraham will call you to make a choice, why didn't you say, Daddy, no, 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 please. No, no, He said, no. He looked around and said, come on. And of course, his guys who were making the trouble, yeah! Do you know before they took some, before they walked some distance, God came back to him, Abraham. He said, will you stand up? He said, as far as your eyes can see. So he looked, he looked, and he looked and he saw the back, the backside of Lot and this man going that way. That was, that was the much they could see. He saw them and saw beyond them. Covenant said, take it. Some like to fight and struggle and labor to get peanuts. But some know that they labor in the Lord. Covenant will always produce for you. Oh, I feel the fire. Covenant will always produce for you. Says the works of your hand, I will bless. So you can be working the same work with some people, but watch because of the covenant you have with God, your result will be different. So God so did it for him that he provoked the envy. So envy is a natural thing when God is moving with people. So it will be wrong for you now to get angry. Abraham refused to get angry. Though Lot was now, ah, Lot was so big, but Abraham was big, and Lot was so big, and Lot was the one that didn't know his limit. And it was Abraham that made the move for peace. He said, as long as it's within your power, live at peace with every man, all men. Covenant and strife don't go together. I feel the fire. He said, why are you talking this way? Many years ago before I started preaching, God said to me, he said, anytime you hold a mic and you're standing before Christians, he said, no, that you're talking to leaders. That's what he means. He said, they're my children. I make them leaders. I said, how? He said, because their heads, they're not here. They are above only and never beneath. He said, for, let me explain to you. He explained to me. He said, look, look, look. Your conversion, was it not that you were dead in your sin? Ephesians chapter 2. Out of the mercies of God, he came to you, Taiwo, and he quickened you. That is, in life, I mean, put life into you. And by the time you became alive, he didn't leave you there. He lifted you up. Causing you to sit with him at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. So you are now positionally above, not beneath. And if you are going to face life, Taiwo, face it relative, I mean, relative to your position. Don't face life from, the, from below. I may be working here, but I know where I belong. So I define my strategies based on my position. You say, what? Why, why, it is in Christ Jesus that I now live. And my consciousness of that will make all the difference. Covenant. So it provoked the envy of these people. They envied him. As if that was not bad enough. Even his friend rejected him. He said, who? The same Abimelech that hosted him. That now said, look, take your wife. That now ruled that nobody should touch them. The same Abimelech said, man, you are becoming greater than us. Please pack your stuff. And your wife, go, 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 go away from us. I'm talking of the blessings. If it's covenant, 
it will provoke envy. So don't be angry with those who are envious. Rather pray for them. Because you are enjoying grace. You are not better than them before the grace of God. Yeah. I'd be surprised too that even among Christians, those who are not matured enough, my man. Can you see that? So what did he do? He packed his load and he left. Be mindful of the fact that God said, dwell in the land. Watch where he went. He left them and went to the valley of Gera. You may drive me from the mountains of Gera. But God said to dwell in Gera. I will stay in the valley of Gera. As long as I'm in Gera, I will prosper. I will prosper. I will prosper. I will prosper. As long as I'm in Gera. And the Bible now said that the Philistines had blocked up all the wells that his father dug. So he started digging them. Now, now, by the way, I, didn't, I failed to say something. If God tells me to stay in the land, then I will only do what I know to do. If I'm a teacher, I say, God, help me to teach. God, open the doors for me to teach. If I'm a farmer, God, help me with how to farm. If there's no way to get a land, then show me some farmer that will allow me to even work for them. Because I know that by putting my hand to what you have equipped me with, it will multiply. Amen. It's a covenant matter. Amen. It's a covenant issue. That's why he sold in the land. That was what he knew to do. And he was digging wells. So he started digging wells. The first one he dug, they fought him over it. The second one he dug, they fought him over there. And I, Isaac, how come you are not fighting back? Is there someone here who has labored in partnership with some other people before and when the prophets began to yield or harvest began to come, they changed. Yes. And you felt, oh my God. Betrayed. You felt like your world has ended. Can I pray with you? I heard you shout yes. And when you left, you were like, oh my God, they are making it now, I'm not making it. I've lost everything. Watch. No wonder puts his trust in him. Shall be put to shame. The same people who betrayed you yesterday. The same people who did the yesterday will come to seek your help tomorrow. Except they repent. So in the name of Jesus, the covenant keeping God will prove himself again in your life. He will. He will. He will. He will. You were not a fool for walking away. You were led. Because you're staying there, strife will yield nothing. Strife will yield nothing. Have I ever walked away? I've tried. I usually difficult. But God has always helped me. And by the time it got me taking the first step, it just shut my past. Like I won't even remember anymore. He made me and start to enjoy my present. And, that, and that's it. And I'll always see him in my forward direction. 
That was what happened to Abraham and Lot. He had to rescue Lot. And he didn't go to look for machineries. He called the men in his household to go sack the confederacy of kings that sack all the kings of where Lot ran to. His household. More so than when he was coming. The king of Sodom, now I can be your friend. Give me the people and you take the go say, ah, let no man come out to say they make me rich. I don't need the spoil. Yeah, I thought I got the spoil. I don't need it. See, 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 see. Let the, let the, let, let, let the men take what the world and their tithes. No sooner than he turned away from the king of Sodom, guess who was coming? Melchizedek. Usually when Melchizedek is about to come, Sodom will run ahead. It's always at the threshold of your breakthrough that the devil throws all kinds of compromises your way. And guess what? Melchizedek blessed. The first thing said, blessed be Abraham of the most. Oh, shakatala. Let me say to someone here, blessings will never depart your life again in the name of Jesus. I'm talking in a tangible manner. In the name of Jesus. You are a covenant child of God. So Isaac started digging the wells. By the time he dug the third one, no struggle, no fight. They found water. He said, This is real bot. He said, Now the Lord has made room for us. Can you imagine hundredfold in one year? And God blessed him and he started to be great, continued to be great, and he until he became very great. God will not leave him until he attained that level of greatness. And that explained why he could now say. God has made room for us. Where are those fighting us? We dug the first, we dug the second, they took. They're tired of fighting. They don't know that it's not what you're fighting for. We have the ability to bring it to be. You don't. So when you seek it, you fight for it. Take it. Another one will open. We have what it takes to open up wells. You don't have. I feel the fire. Can I hug you, sir? Yes, sir. As covenant children of God, we have what it takes to open up wells. They won't open it. Rather, all they know to do is to plug up wells. And when we open, they come to fight for it. And give them. You open another one. Leave it. You open another one. The rest of your life, wells are simple things. Is the most difficult thing for them to find. That's why they will kill and fight over it. For us, they just happen. Someone shall praise the Lord. Now God has made room for us and we shall prosper in the land. Did he prosper? Now let me now apply it to us. If you look with me quickly to Galatians chapter Holy Ghost, help me now. Galatians 4.28. Quickly, watch this. No, I won't say to you one. I'm almost through. I'm sorry. 
I'm not strong. Galatians 4, 28. Shall we read it together? Everyone, please, everyone. Shall we read Also, no, 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 no. Galatians 4, 28. Yes. Now, we, where the way? It was written to the Galatian church, to Christians, just who are born again, who have come through and who accept Jesus Christ after her. So now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of promise. Now we are children of promise. Like Isaac was. God bless you. So that means that regardless of where you are today, like Isaac came through, you will come through. In the name of Jesus. Uh, you say, but Pastor Tao, which, how, how? Isaac, seed of Abraham? We are now seed of Abraham. Okay, maybe I need more explanation of what he's saying. I'll show you. Galatians 3.13. See, see, 3.13. Oh, I give God the glory. So in other words, no matter what is confronting me, like Isaac came through, I will come through. In the name of Jesus. On the ground of the covenant. You see, Tao? I say, I'm still, I'm walking towards the blessing that will cause envy. Amen. As a matter of fact, it's already happening. Amen. I'm walking towards the envy that will even make immature people to begin to reject you. They, they don't, the more they reject you, the more God accepts you. Now, how did God, how, how, do, how do you say that we are like a, like I said, no, Paul wrote it to them because he had a revelation and now he explained it better here. Look at it. Christ has redeemed us from what? The curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. Next verse. Next verse. That, why did he, why, why did he hang on a tree? On a tree? Why, did he be, why did he become cursed? That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was Isaac a Gentile? No. Am I a Gentile? Yes. So the blessing, so Christ hanging on the cross, becoming a curse, has made it possible for me to be just like Isaac was. Are you, are you getting it? So before you sit down and say, ah, if only I could be like Isaac. More than Isaac is sitting here. In the name of Jesus. But you've got to understand it. That blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles. Where? In Christ Jesus. Have you observed that every blessing of God for the Christian is in Christ Jesus? In whom? No, 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 you know, if you read the Bible, Ephesus, in him, in whom, in Christ, that's where you find all our blessings. Everything he died and resurrected to give to humanity, they are in him. In him I live, I move, I have my being. You see that? Yeah? The fullness of the Godhead bodily dwells in my Lord and in him I am complete. You can't find me complete outside Jesus. You can't find me victorious outside Jesus. You can't find me healed outside Jesus. Everything that I partake from his finished work is in Christ. If any man be in Christ 
He's a new creation. All things are passed away. You are not like you used to be. You are now like Isaac and more. In the name of Jesus. Is somebody following me? Can you see that Christianity is reality? Many don't know that. They think it's a club. That we just join for popularity and fame. No. It's a lifestyle. Okay, watch this. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus. Now, this is New King James. <laughs> it's not so in King James. It's not so in many, in, in the original word. They're just like, no, 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 no. Watch this. In Christ Jesus, the says that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now, this is different from this. So what we receive by Jesus becoming a curse, one, it launched me into the blessings of Abraham. The commonwealth of Israel. Ephesians chapter 2. Then this one, it's the outpouring of the Holy Ghost. Not just on the Gentiles now, on both the Jews and the Gentiles. See, this first part is for Gentiles to become like, to become, to, be, I mean, to, to have an inheritance in the blessings of Abraham. This one is for both the Jews and the, and the Gentiles who are now inheritors of blessings of Abraham, now receiving the promise of the Spirit. Now, the question is this. Was, was, was there an appointment? I mean, has the appointment taken place in, in, in Gera? No. Hadn't. So, the, this project you see bouncing before you is coming. <laughs> Glory God be to God. <laughs> it's coming on the crest of the fact that someone became a curse. The Bible says, Cursed is everyone that hangs upon the tree. You'll find that in Jeremy 28 13. I believe. Let me quickly confirm. Glory be to God. Yeah, no, 21, 23, sorry. 21, 23. You see, put it there, let him see. Then we'll come back here. Deuteronomy 21, 13. Quick, quick, quick. Okay. 21, 13. Deuteronomy, yeah, 21. Thank you. 13. She shall. Um, Okay, let me open it, but I don't get it. Well. Let me be sure I'm giving you the right scripture. Glory be to God in the air and the highest. I probably, I'm probably the wrong person, so don't blame her. 21, 13. No, sorry, 21, 23, yeah. I, t- I, t- I told you. 21, 23, yeah. I told you. All right. Back up a bit so you can see where this is, body. Go to 22 for ease of reference. Thank you. Go to 22 for ease of. um. I'm still confusing you. 
a man has committed a sin deserving of death and he's put to death, you shall hang him on a tree. Okay, go on. His body shall not remain overnight on the tree. But you shall surely bury him that day. So that you do not defy the land which the Lord your God is giving you as inheritance. For he who is hanged is accursed of God. But I'll quickly show you. So was Jesus accursed of God? No. And that's why when Paul we quote Galatians, he said, cursed is he. It is a God cursed. But the tradition and the culture was such that if you hang a man, he's a cursed person. So Jesus assumed that. Now, let me just quickly make this clear to you. Anybody ever read Deuteronomy um, chapter 28? The blessings. For you know, the blessings are just verses 1 to 14. 15 to 28 curses. You don't want to read it. Horrible. Ah. So, which curse have we been redeemed from? The curse of the law. Everything from 15 to 28 can never happen to Kenneth West was explaining it. If you read oh, this Galatians, let me read the Galatians. He says, he uses word not just for the sake of it. He said, for every covenant person in the Old Testament, they were under the law. They were under the covering of the law. But the law was such that you can't obey one and miss others. If you don't obey all, you are cursed. And that was why it is said that the law was not given so that we can become justified. It's, it's impossible to obey all the law. And that was why they, explained, they struggled and struggled in the Old Testament. But Christ came to redeem us from that. Clearly, the curse of the law, by becoming a curse for us, it is written, curse the and get upon the tree. That the blessing of God. Okay, fine. Let, do, let me stop that. As I, my last point as I go. That the blessing of Abraham will come upon the Gentiles. So I stand to live where? Like Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, David, all those who were faithful in the Old Testament. But much more. You see, what's the much more? I have the Spirit of God on me. What does the Spirit do? Hear Jesus in John 14, in John 16. Say, when he comes, he will be your standby. Oh, yes. He will be your strengthener. He will be your teacher. He will, he will remind you the things that you've been taught that you are forgetting. It is human to forget. The Spirit will remind you. See, he's come to make you a superman. That's why you are not just ordinary. You are extraordinary. You are no longer natural. You are supernatural. What brings the extra and the super is the supernatural spirit of God that is in league with you now. Standing by you. Strengthening you. Come on. Helping you. Teaching you. Guiding you. Revealing the future to you. I can go on. Isaac didn't have that. And yet, 
You have what Isaac had. And more. You are special. In the hand of God. I close with 2 Corinthians where it says the, the, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. And the fellowship of the spirit. You know what it, we know what it means. When it comes to God the Father. It is his love. How does he communicate this love? To those who are not lovable. The grace of the son. That's why his grace is always sufficient. But the grace. His grace is there. How do I? The Holy Spirit brings in the fellowship. He's the one that will say, the grace is made. The love is for you. The grace is there for you. You're like, no, no, no. Say, no, 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 but it's for you. Come on, can't you see? I will help you out. He'll pull you. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Break it down. It means the sharing, the communion of the Holy Spirit. It means the participation of the Holy Spirit. It means the partnering of the Holy Spirit. So, Pastor Zama, it will never, never be you alone again. Amen. I know your husband is always standing by. Your wife is always standing by. But apart from that, the Holy Ghost, the moment you are there, is there with you. Now, that was why Jesus says, wait until you receive. Say, I talk of the promise of the Father, which you have heard from me before. Acts 1.4, on the day of Pentecost, he came, the first sign, those who were cowardly, shaking and afraid of the Jews, they came out. I say from today, every spirit of fear, vanish in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of rejection, I destroy in the name of Jesus. Every spirit of failure, I say seize in the name of Jesus. I release the confidence of the spirit in the name of Jesus. God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of what? Power, love, and a sound mind. It is well with you. Well with your household. Well with your spouse. Well with your children. Well in your health. Well in your finances. Well in your relationships. Well in your ministry. Your work with the master. In the name of Jesus. When does that come? Your level will have changed. And we continue to change. In the name of Jesus. God bless you. Just pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Pray in the spirit. Just pray in the spirit. Rasha takatori abanda reba baba bashanda yalaba andolo bro shikata yalaba randolo bro shindere brene namakato ndelebe shande nemanda kato kelebresh kebanda. Azima la katondele keremura rabamba yakanda la bande ekreske bronde leba ndele kendele shandolo bronde radamba la kanda yalaba shende rebama katori ababa shetelebe ndelebe. Oh, we thank you, Lord. 
We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Thank you for a wedding season. Thank you for the seed of the word. Receive a hundredfold. We receive a thousandfold. We receive it in a thousand times more. We see the harvest. Like a desert, water will flow. It will become a mighty forest. Receive every prophetic word that you have sent through your servant. Father, thank you for loving us. Thank you for showing us such kindness and sending us a holy man of God. We give you praise. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's give Jesus some praise. Let's always receive the word with rejoicing. Always receive the word with rejoicing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What can we say to Pastor Tao for that pouring from the depths of his heart? Our lives will never remain the same again. So from the bottom of our heart, we thank God for your life. Thank you for the word. We are so grateful in Jesus' name. Let's appreciate the Lord and let's please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Amen. We've come to the end of the service. It's gone so quick. I'm tempted to behave like Peter to say we should tabernacle here. (laughs) Covenant is not in the name of our church. I hardly teach on covenant, but my life is a life of covenant. The life that my wife and I have lived all these years is by covenant. Once you understand the covenant, you will be at ease. God has sent us a man who understands the covenant. You can't teach on what you have not experienced. So someone will say, why covenant? Covenant is not in the name of the church. And you even say it's not a conference. What is it? You watch. There are some things that cannot be taught. You have to catch it. So watch what God is doing. 
and please don't be here and miss out. See, sometimes you can be in a place of grace and miss what God is doing. Amen. That word was for me. I don't know about you. This is a word I've been praying for, 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 just for me. If you know me, the way I have been receiving from Wednesday through today, I haven't received like that before. My faith has gone to another level. So let's be expectant. We will see people envying us. They will be envying us. When they start envying us, don't fight them. Understand, is that because of the covenant? You'll be hearing people saying bad things about us. It's not the time to fight them. I see a mighty forest. A mighty forest. A huge forest. This church is going to be like a forest. A huge forest. This is not a man-made forest. This is a God-made forest. We will not be able to count the members. This word that has come is for all of us. This does not just happen. Like I always said, if Pastor Tao want to preach, he doesn't actually need to preach. He can just, you know, he's got many pastors. His pastors are not small, small men oh, and small, small women. Oh. <laughs> they are very, very big, 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 big people. You don't have an idea. I want to give you an assignment. Many of you, maybe you don't know, this week, take time to Google Fountain of Life and just watch YouTube, all his messages, and then maybe you understand. Sometimes, you know, people don't really understand the gift of God that God brings to us. So you can understand what we are talking about. Amen? Amen. I said amen. amen. So these four days, today he said something powerful. This service is a landmark. It's a landmark service. Everything you came here for, God has already done it and more and much more. <sighs> I'm weak. Physically, the anointing is so strong. Thank you so much for pouring your heart out to us. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. As a sign of honor, we have a little token. We want to honor our man and woman of God. A little token from the Solution family. 
So I ask Pastor Zama to present this. Okay. God bless you a little. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. God bless you, sir. God bless you, man. Amen. What I'm wearing is one of the many blessings we got from Nigeria and my wife. This was designed by Pastor Taro's uh, designer. So you can see it's the same, and he designed it himself. So I'm a blessed man. They gave us so much, I can't wear all of them. And my wife, so much. You know, so much. And um, when we went, what can we say? The blessing, the hospitality, the place we were put. Oh, it's like we were some presidents. I ate jollof rice. <laughs> I ate jollof rice and plantain in the hotel until the plantain got finished in the whole hotel. <laughs> I'm telling you the truth. I lied out. When they are ordered jollof rice and, and plantain, they say it's finished. I say, how? That man in that room is always hot. Uh, what a blessing. I was, I'm telling you, it was so, it was humbling. You know, we knelt down there, we were crying. My wife and I, we were crying. We said, what? Look at us. Is it true? Are we here? It's like we were dreaming. We were dreaming. And for us to be given the opportunity to preach to all those Thousands and thousands and thousands of people. Ah, thank you so much, sir. Thank you so much. So now you can understand when I could not sleep for four months. It was not easy. My wife would wake up at night and say, are you okay? I say, yeah, I'm okay. When we got there, she now was not sleeping. I said, now you see how this thing is. Amen. But we are so grateful. We are so grateful. We are so grateful. Well, we've come to the end of the service. We want to take this opportunity to welcome those of us who are worshiping with us for the very first time. If today is the first time you're worshiping with us, you're welcome. This is Solution Chapel International. We're a Bible-believing church. We believe that God has called us to bring hope to the hopeless and solution to the nation. So if today is the first time you're worshiping with us, please rise up on your feet and let's give you a special solution. Welcome. Is anyone worshiping with us for the first time? Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Let's appreciate them. Thank you so much. God bless you. Our dear lady has come all the way from Gloucester. God bless you. She's come all the way from Gloucester. God bless you for coming. God bless you. God bless you, sir. God bless you, mom. Bless you all. We love you. We appreciate you. Thank you so much for coming. Please note that uh, from next week, we'll be back to our normal home, uh, Northgate, and uh, just preparing very soon to move out of there. Amen. Um, 
Yeah, very soon to move out. Amen. So let's 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 get ready. Um, and let's let's go back with the fire. We have been empowered, we have been transformed, we have been energized. For us, covenant is the beginning of a new year. So this is our new year. And some awesome things will be happening in the name of Jesus. Once again, I want to appreciate all the hardworking men and women of this church. You know, working hard. Everyone, all, all our pastors, all our leaders, all the workers, all the children. <laughs> it's amazing. Everyone, everyone, we've moved I know we've been moving, some of you, moving early morning, moving everything, you know, along the way, we have broken some things, but it's all part of the journey, amen, but we are going back home now, amen, and the unusual will happen in our midst, in the name of Jesus. How many of you are ready for Covenant 2020? <laughs> Have we already booked Pastor Tyra and Pastor Nomti? We are sending in the requests in advance. Amen. This is Covenant, the second year, and it's been awesome. And the women's conference will be, was awesome. Was awesome. Was awesome. Women yesterday, some of them were crying. Awesome. Also, it can only be God. Amen. God is doing something new. And let's all go with that fire in Jesus' name. For those of you worshiping with us today, we normally close early. You know, today was a special day. Usually by 12 o'clock we are finished. So don't say, oh, I went to the church for the first time. They were there for so long. The man of God has come thousands of miles to come here. Amen. So... Next week will be in Northgate and as part of enforcing every prophetic word over us, this Thursday service will be a prayer and a praise service. The two Thursdays that we have left in this month will be prayer and praise. So half an hour of prayer and then the remaining service will just be praise. Amen. So let's come, let's come with expectancy and God will bless us in Jesus name. Amen. Let's rise up on our feet and may I please ask Pastor Nomti to, to pray over us and share the grace in Jesus' name. Father, our eyes are on you. We thank you for such a wonderful word that has come upon us today. I pray that we will not be forgetful hearers. We will hear your word and we'll go out here and do it in the name of Jesus. Father, people will see that we have indeed been with you because they will see the light over us. They will see your glory over us. They will see a difference. The way we talk will be different because we'll be proclaiming blessings wherever we go in the name of Jesus. We will be walking boldly, showing forth the power of the covenant of our lives in the name of Jesus. We will walk boldly knowing that we have not the spirit of fear. We thank you, Father, for your grace and your mercy. We thank you that you will always lead us and guide us, protect our families, protect our businesses, and Father, bless everything that concerns us in the name of Jesus. We have prayed. Amen. Let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ 
love of God and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit rest in about now forevermore. Amen. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Go and prosper. Covenant is here again. Join host Pastors Adama and Zama Segbeti for Covenant 2019 with the theme, Let My Covenant People Go, with special guest speakers, Pastors Taiwo and Nomthi Odekoya from the Fountain of Life Church, Lagos, Nigeria. Guest artists include Lydia Cobbs, Victory Voices, and Vine Song. Dates are 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night. The venue is the Caris Center, West Green Drive, Crawley, West Sussex, RH117EL. Call 07938-494-294 or email info at solutionchapel.org. The website for more information is solutionchapel.org. Again, that's the 7th through the 9th, August 2019 at 7 each night at the Caris Center. Don't miss Covenant 2019. Let my covenant people go.